Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our Delco Nerd Network Rewind Reviews, where we sit down and discuss some of our favorite film franchises of the past, and even some of our favorite directors of the past. On this season, we're talking about a bunch of Chris Nolan movies going through about, what was it, six, right? No, I'm sorry, five, five of his films. On we were going to do all that. We, I didn't really address this before, but like we were going to do like a bunch of them besides We were going to do Knight. pretty much all of them. And I was like, that's a lot. And, and I just like... With Harry Potter, I loved doing it, but getting like seven recording or eight recording sessions, especially for that was together, a, it we a actually, task. it was a, a full time job. Yeah, I will give us credit for doing it, but I was like, let's just do. Five. That took us a while. It did. No, it, it we did. started in like April and didn't finish until like the end of the summer. For sure. Yeah. Honestly, I would have done three, but I just couldn't pick three. Like I was like, I can't decide. So yeah. here we are. Uh, we are talking about Memento. We've already been through Prestige today. We're talking about Interstellar. Dunkirk will be coming as well as Tenet. But yes, Interstellar. Interest, uh, interest. I was about to. Okay. Right, it came back. <laughs> Joining me as always is my co-host, Mr. Anthony the Gooch Raguchi. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage. Rage against the dying light. We will, Gooch. We absolutely <laughs> will. And once again, joining us, Mr. Eris Sorsatis. It's good, That was man. terrible. Zorzatos. That was good. Zorzatos, He's right. more Greek than I am. I'm not. I'm actually incredibly white. I'm like all just the Europe's well, guy, the European guys. Is that my farmer's tan? I'm you're pretty a, white, too. You know? I'm a mutt. You got some Irish. You got some Italian. Absolutely. Absolutely. True. A little bit of three, you know? There you go. That's what I like. Yeah. It. yeah exactly. what's, your, what's your third? Um, I don't know. German. German. Well, there's like German, <laughs> Irish. Again, my mom's like all the white people in Europe. And then my dad's my, Italian and Irish. All the white people. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That's just, I'm, we're, we're everything. But uh, yes, today we're here to talk. The five cheese blend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's me, trio. The five, a five cheese trio blend. Yeah. But uh, yes, we're here to talk about Interstellar, gentlemen. Initially released on November 5th, 2014, with a rating of PG-13. Uh, a production budget of $165 million, An opening weekend of $47.5 million, With a worldwide box office of 647 million. Point eight million. There it and is. some change. There it is. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was like that. That that opening weekend was kind of weak, but I, this is a kind of movie I feel like that like comes out and it's just out for a while. Like I, I was working at the movie theater this time. Were you there or no? I don't think so. That movie was just was like perpetually like like going busy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was just there for a while. Yeah, I am. I think I'm, I might declare this by the end, but I am realizing that Christopher Nolan is my favorite director. Going through all these, I think. Wow, really? genuine. Like just I love like just on a consistent level of like. He does I, have a consistency. I, I love Joe, uh, Joe, not Joe Manganiello. He did, uh, <laughs> he did Logan. Why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Jim, Jim Mangold? James, James Mangold. Mangold. He actually yeah. even, he did the latest Indiana Jones, but I, I really like a lot of his films. I kind of maybe would have said him before, but now I'm like, oh no, it's, I consistently love Christopher Nolan's films. Aside from maybe Tenet, which I can't wait to, to revisit because I didn't really even, I don't think I finished that. I was on like a plane ride too. I was very, I was not happy with that movie, but either way. Whoa. Directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Chris and Jonathan Nolan, his brother as well. Uh, and the little description for you guys. When Earth becomes uninhabitable in the future, a farmer and ex-NASA pilot, Joseph Cooper, is tasked to pilot a spacecraft along with a team of researchers to find a new planet to call home for the human race. Apt. We've been pretty good with this one. This one's been good. Yeah, there hasn't yeah. been anything like magical man goes to school and wizard does magic things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's been good. But, gentlemen... 
What do we think of Interstellar? It's been a while since I've seen this. Uh, Same. It's really interesting, I think, how it kind of starts off on Earth and you get the whole background of, like, Earth's a shit place. There's dust everywhere. All the crops are going away. How much of that, like, do you... You haven't seen this, Eris, obviously. No. So, like, I guess what were your broad thoughts just in the beginning? In the beginning, I mean, eventually they build up to the... The the point in the beginning is that they say it's like they're living on a ticking time bomb. So, and obviously they express that and follow through, you know, throughout the rest of the movie. Um... The callbacks for them, so this isn't as intense as like Prestige sure. and and uh, Memento, but yeah. there are two subtle callbacks. Uh, one is the the screen like documentary thing that mm-hmm. you see in the beginning. You're like, what that's are an interesting that, fun that's fact our, about that later. That's our starting at the end. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's like the end of the timeline, not the end of the movie. Exactly. But like, I yeah. still like that right. through line. But it throws you off in the beginning because you're like, all right, so. You know the movie's called Interstellar, but they they fix Earth, I guess, because yeah, like, like, you don't you don't know you don't connect it yet, and then no one knows what he's doing. You know, and you're leading up. You know, in the start of the movie, you start seeing um, not so much start, maybe a little bit towards the end of the start. I don't know. Sure, but um, like the whole book bookshelf book book thing, around, yeah. the dust with the Morse code and the watch. I mean, he knows what he's setting up. Yeah, so you're like, ah, okay. So like, there's some subtle things, and like, I guess. Because we're on a roll watching these, I'm like, all right, this means something. Like, uh, I'm going to see this you're, later you're, on. You're keyed in. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I will say the documentary thing kind of threw me off because I was like, well, it's called Interstellar. But, like, they're talking about, like, Earth and, like, oh, how they used to wear stuff with the crop dust and stuff. But, you know. But still, that was a pretty good movie. Also, I guess maybe I'll do this before I forget. I didn't rank prestige. I was going to – I was – you were reading my mind. Dude, I was, thank I was you because I totally right. forgot. So – Prestige, I rank higher than Memento. All right. And then I guess, what is it, three within three of the rankings? Yeah, yeah so exactly. So you got film, you got flick, t- or flick, movie, film, and then within that you got high tier, mid tier, low tier. Okay. So prestige film. Is it a high tier, low tier, mid tier? I like that movie, and I it's it's weird. So both of these are a tie for me. Okay. And I, I was right. thinking about yeah, this yeah, on the way over fine. here. No, they can be fine. the same rank. I was thinking about this on the way over yeah. here. I mean, Memento, I think I just did, like, like movie. Like, yeah, you know. sure. But uh, I think they're both film, like, low tier. Okay. But still, like, great. Like Yeah. All right. Yeah. For all me, right. definitely, I mean, I, I gave mine with um, Prestige, high tier film. This is definitely also a high tier film. I, Hard to, I think, argue anything against a film. No, Where, I completely agree. Yeah, like I'm like, this ain't a fucking movie. That like, Interstellar is like, I don't know, it's one of those movies. Oh, it's like a film everyone, for sure, yeah. everyone has seen. I feel like Interstellar. Like I feel like a lot of people, like except for me. Yeah, except for Harris. <laughs> like that. It's a fuck. It's like an institution almost. Dude, like, for I, sure. I, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, what's really sad to me. I think like most normies that, do, and I think most normal people reasonably don't know the directors of most movies they're watching. They just go to see the movie. When you're watching it, like I was watching this with my roommate and he's like, oh, I didn't realize Nolan did this and this. And this. I'm like, yeah. He's like, like you start naming off these films and people are like, oh shit, that's him. And that's kind of sad to me. But I think he's apparently like the third gro- like highest grossing film director be- behind like Spielberg, Spielberg and yeah. Peter Jackson. No. Um, fuck. Cameron. Cameron. Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's it's like, it's it is so funny. One. There's only there's a couple. not many, you know, like yeah. with that big of a name. But, but uh, so yeah, what are you thinking three. with your ranks? Uh, I would say, so prestige, I like loved for some reason going back. I think that's 
got to be a high tier film. This is a mid tier film only because I just enjoyed, like if I'm comparing mm. them, like I just enjoyed prestige so much more. And even going back and catching those little things, uh, I did enjoy this movie a lot. I think the length is necessary mostly, but f you know, you know me with my lengths in movies. Yeah, I do uh, know you with your length. And <laughs> not too long, not too short. It's no fun. Just right. Just right. But you don't want it to hurt. Just as you know, he he has, he's got what he you know he got, he's got enough. He's, he's, he's got, enough. got what he's worked with. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say mid tier film. <laughs> I'm happy with whatever comes my way as long as it's not too small or too big. Either way, I yeah, mid tier film. I would say for sure. But cool. Gooch, what was like your overall thoughts? I guess yeah. So it's been a while since I've seen this. I think I, you know, I didn't watch it when it first came out. I don't mm. know why. Sometimes there's those movies that like are really hot that I just like just miss. Do, not even miss, but just like yeah, I don't know. Sure, I don't really care. I'm not really like, super into space um, sure. in general. But I think I saw this movie for the first time maybe like 2016 or 2017. Right. And yeah, really enjoyed it. I was like, ah, okay, this is this is the hype. I get it. Uh, and I like kind of completely forgot this movie. So like watching it again, it's like I know what happens. Like I, you know, with the with the Broad room strokes. and the yeah. and the bookshelf and the watch. Like I, I remember all that, but like I don't really remember the in between. Like I don't remember anything about like the Doctor Man portion or. Um, Oh, my cocaine lying. Uh, <laughs> Why does he sound South African when you say it? <laughs> my cocaine. He's like um, choking on something, uh, yeah, too. Like I, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember that whole thing. Obviously, I remember, like, you know, we see Murph and Tom grow. Young Timothy Chalamet. Tim I know. That was, I was going to shout Chalamet. him out. Yeah, Timothy Shay. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, there he is. Yeah, Holy shit. That was, like, one of his first roles, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty small role. So For it, sure. It, it makes yeah, sense. He's only, he's only for, like, a scene or two. Eh, a little more than that. He's in, like, the first 30 minutes. Sporadically, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound dumb. Is he the first dude that... He's the, he's young, the young He's Tom. the son. Yeah, yeah. he's the okay. son that... He, he's his son, uh, McConaughey's son before I feel like if, like... Like when uh, he's still young. Yeah, when he's yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. in Dune. Like, he's in a lot of, like, artsy films, too. Like... Sure. When he started getting big, like... It was like that Bones and All movie Is he in a... What is it? Little Little Women? Pretty? Pretty Woman. No. Or no. Little Miss Sunshine? Little Bird. Little Bird? That's Lady Bird. Lady Bird. That's what he's in. I think it's Little Women. There's Pretty Woman, obviously. That's like an old movie. We do have a laptop. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, you can, if you want to look up Tilly, Timothy Chalamet's uh, 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 you filmography, know, uh, filmography. But um, yeah, I was just like pleasantly surprised. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't. I'm like, fuck. Like, I just didn't remember a lot. And I and um, I feel like this movie kind of. I feel like it's almost a good to to watch it every few years so you can forget and then go back, back in. And Even though you know things and maybe like every time you rewatch it, you remember something and then obviously you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna be like oh yeah i know the whole film but it really going back after years of not watching it was a was a great experience i mean i will like a heavy theme is with his movies just seem to be rewatchability and like just go and i think we talked about it before yeah. but like i'm gonna go back and i'm catching all again prestige was that for me majorly but i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no i think uh in regards to the length i think at the end it kind of between like when when dr man betrays them and to the the room is kind of like where the film is like it's stretched a little bit it's so funny i forgot there was so much once he gets found yeah you know yeah I, mean? I did too i thought it was like oh he gets found and he comes out of the hospital room and then and he, he goes talks. right into the other hospital room and, and then I'm that's like, it oh yeah. no there's a there's a little bit here even though it's not a lot yeah um but yeah yeah really really enjoyed revisiting true what do you think yeah man i had a i had a fantastic time with this i think nolan his biggest strength is in 
his sets for me in a degree. Like I always feel like we're actually in his movie. Like I never feel like we're on a fake thing Tars somewhere. Is, Tars and Case are definitely practical. I was, I'm gonna get into they're that later. They're not CGI. So mo- like for for Those certain scenes guys. when he, they're like rolling, like when he's like rolling through the water planet and stuff like, like that. That's, that's CGI. Like, yeah. Dude, look at him go. No, it's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like I mean we'll get into it a little bit more later. I'll talk. But this was one like there are people behind them. Like there's like guys in green screens like on their backs that are like moving the arms yeah. and stuff like that that get comped out. So yeah, no, they are practical. I think this whole set design, the design of just costumes in this movie, the different kind of NASA like tech that's kind of like we're gonna, we're gonna an say evolution it. on N- NASA punk. NASA punk for sure, yeah. Definitely <laughs> like that's kind of evolved from what we see now and the whole idea of Earth just being like, well, we just need to kind of figure it out. We're not worried about engineers and, and scientists right now. We need farmers to make sure our food gets done. And like that whole scene at the beginning with his teacher kind of confused me where he's like, they're like, yeah, she was reading the textbook that like, you know, was old and it, and it doesn't say that the moon landing was faked. And then he's like, what are you talking about? That part yeah. kind of confused me because I was like, um, does she believe that it's like fake but he knows it's not like it, it was just weird that like the like school would be teaching yeah. that i i think the idea behind it was they're trying to save their own planet and not go somewhere else so they don't so so the idea that the society would be instilled by the i guess nostalgia and um, the want to go to the star the legends yeah. of you know the, the space landing. race yeah what would sort of make the public call for that no, you I think? think you're right. Now that you're saying that, that makes total sense. Like, they're trying to... Suppress you see it with Chalamet. He's like... Uh, or his son's character, they're like... Tim. He can be <laughs> a farmer. And he's like, what? And they're like, no, that's what he can be. That's what he tested for. He's a freshman in high school, but he's going to be a farmer. Reminds me of the, um, uh, the... What's the test in Fallout they take in the vault? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Not the, the Gek. The, I know what you're talking about. It's the, not the vaults. It's like a, it's, a, it's an acronym, right? Is it right? Goat? Yeah, yeah, the goat? Yeah, 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 the goat. Yeah, the, yeah. But, um... I just think it's interesting that, yeah, I think you're right, Gooch. The idea is they're trying to push kids away. They don't want people to dream about being a space explorer. They want you to dream about being a farmer. Farmer, yeah. Yeah. Saving the planet, yeah. And I like the idea that NASA has had to, like, go underground to be like, listen, no one wants to spend money on going to space right now. But guess what? This is all we got. Like, we're going to die here in the next couple months. If we don't do something. next couple years. Like, yeah, we we need to get out, like, our places among the stars now. We got to get out there in the star field, if you will. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I really, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching this. I, I, I said it earlier. I think it was a bit long in the tooth, but you know what, Nolan, I'll allow it. I'll allow it for you. Uh, I, I did want to jump off your point about talking about like what we see of Earth, uh, please, because yeah. it's pretty. Like, I, I guess I don't know what year we're in. Whenever really... I think it's twenty sixty five. I looked it up. Yeah, I'm like see. we're never like told, and I guess so. Yeah, you really aren't. The moon landings would be you know a hundred years in in the past, which is well, not like oh, eighty at that. If it's twenty sixty, it was. Oh no, wait, no, it was no, eighty. No. We when, went when to the, the moon, moon in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, we did sixty nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was a while ago. That's you don't wild. remember, well, dude? Which fake. textbook are you yeah. reading at? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is fake anyway, so no, I'm kidding. See, the idea that, like, I'm like, I feel like I could live in this world. Like, it's not, nothing's really futuristic about yeah, it's not really drastic. anything. Yeah. yeah, there's no, like, even even in the spaceships and the design of, of the spacesuits, even TARS, like, TARS, uh, you know, was, like, some sort of military robot. Yeah, but, like, they repurposed. He's just, yeah. like, four blocks you know, like put together, and it's and like he's a full AI apparently, right? Uh, and yeah. I which did, they kind of just go by. I did really think about why he sounds exactly like we're talking, yeah. Um, and I think it's to almost make him like a human. No, for sure, right? Like, yeah, for l- comfort. To, 
for comfort, but also like we're gonna treat him as a member of the crew, and like him talking like an AI or like it would stereotypically talk probably will break that um, no for sure illusion. It makes people feel less comfortable. There's actually a point in Alien, uh, the Alien films, like where they talk about how like the androids at the beginning of that they're like very human like, and then like throughout it they start talking about like how they're downgrading them to make them less. Because people are like, this is weird. I don't like this. Make them more robotic. Like, right. so that I feel more. Co- so this is actually kind of like almost the opposite of like, I think since they don't look like a human, they're obviously a block man. Having them talk like a human and like have that, you know, more human quality is for sure, I think, on point. But TARS are, they're, they're really cool. I, I like, they're, they're based off of like NASA designs, apparently, too. Huh. But uh, yeah, I, I, I had another point I wanted to go to and I just lost it on the TARS tangent. What, was there anything else, Goosh? No, I, I mean just to that point. Yeah, the I think the just the aesthetic design was like interesting choice. I don't know. No, definitely. No, yeah, I think it was great. I mean, and Tars didn't look like uh, or or Case or any of them didn't look like like Marty from Giant or anything. You know what I mean? Like right. they looked like very applicable. Everything they did, their movements too. I know it was CGI, but it was no, like, of course. It was very fluid though. You definitely. Know? And again, it looks like something that we could develop. In soon 60 right. years i'm like this yeah. i'm like this doesn't look too out of the wheelhouse no yet. for sure and i think yeah. that was, nothing did like no, not a definitely. single thing absolutely right. yeah and i one thing i really liked about tars like i think he's used very well in humorous ways and i, I think 75 percent please there's i was crying laughing at some of that but yeah, like i think nolan really injects humor into his movies in like a way that just is is amazing like and, and maybe marvel should take a few notes for sure and i think in a way that works like that that doesn't you know diffuse the scene but right. it, it provides some levity because there's it, like one, it's natural there's one part where it's like right when he's leaving his daughter and he's like driving away it's a very emotional scene i got i was i was crying i'm not gonna lie it got me and then we cut like to the next scene and they're just in the they're they're in the spaceship they're getting ready right. to take off right. and tars has this whole back and forth with him and it's when he's talking about his humor <laughs> setting and like i went from like crying to like laughing in the yeah. moment and i'm like that's fucking wild it's a really cool thing to do and i think that's very hard to do to transition away from something that like emotionally you know touching to just like something with levity yeah and you do connect with the character more than AI because I mean at one point I don't know how far we can, we go can just now so right, let her rip yeah, not, I mean yeah, let her rip. like when when they have to drop off the weight sort of speak you know like yeah. on that last launch like you're like oh like they're letting Tars, go yeah. Like, yeah dude or was Case first or was it Tars no Case is um Case I think doesn't show up until the water world no, where where no, where, where is Case at the, the end? He's in the sh- who's he's in the ship. He's with he's, he's with, with Bur- Brand. Uh, Brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tars is oh. in Tars is the Tars one they drop into the into yeah. the black hole. And he's the one that comes out with yeah. Be, well, okay, so he, remember yeah. he's fixing him at the end. That's right. That's because right, they found right, him too. Right. But like right. you know, you start to feel, I mean, before it unfolds, mm-hmm. you like you like actually start to feel for him, even though they were just like robots. Right. And he even says he's like yeah, and he's like Tars is gonna go black hole, and Brand's like. We can't do that to Tars, and he's like, "Well, he j- I just told him to do it, so he's gonna yeah. do it." Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> a robot. He has to. The, yeah. right, right. the sarcasm light was great. Again, yeah, he was. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, it's a good uh, touch. I thought that it was very interesting. We didn't really get much. It just went from like, "All right, he's on Earth. We're going. And we're we in get, the spaceship. Don't and we're forget. Going out. I, I really think, and I, we'll see this in Tenant mm-hmm. um, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, Christopher Nolan likes to use Michael Caine as an exposition character. He For just sure. dumps. We should talk about him, yeah. Plot. Like, he does it in Tenet. 
uh, or sorry, in a, well, yes, in Tenet, but he does in The Prestige. Like, he's narrating. He's talking a lot about the world that's going on. No, and definitely. Like, Michael Caine, uh, you know, Dr. Brand is introduced as like, now nah, I'm going to explain everything. Yeah. And then we're going to, we're gonna, the movie's going to kind of go from here. And it is interesting how we just, like, again, it all kind of ties back around. I totally forgot how he finds the NASA base and, like, why he goes there. A lot of the Earth stuff I did forget. And, yeah, Brand's character, the idea of, like, He's like, all right, we this whole place is a space station. We're trying to get it out. Plan A, you're gonna go up though and set up a colony just in case. And I really did not see. I totally forgot about like his confession by the middle of like, no, Plan A's bullshit. Uh, we just needed your uh, dad to go because we needed a good pilot, and he was here. But it's kind of weird. He's very conveniently there. But uh, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, if he's the only pilot that could do it. Like how did why I, didn't you reach out to him before well, this? And he's yeah, like, Roy, he, he, said, he said something, you think I was dead. I was like, why would they think you were dead? Oh, that's right. He does mention that. I'm like, what, but what does that mean? You know, like, like Well, it why? seems like the, the governments of the world at this point are very disorganized. And like just trying to focus on keeping Surviving. people alive. Like yeah. war is apparently extinct. All countries are too focused on... No armies, no, no military. No armies, no military, stuff like that. So again, like kind of interesting points. Uh... And very, I think, different from what we see in a lot of sci-fi movies. Yeah, like like when they get the drone. Like he mentions that the drone is just not doing anything, but it's just he's blind. like it's left over from the it's it's it ha- it goes off of uh, solar energy, so it just will go and go and go. And he like hacks it. Yeah, another yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that that whole scene was a little weird. I'm like, you just I'm like, are we hacking it? <laughs> no. Yeah. And what you do? Put it on the tractor, right? When he puts, I think he's gonna he's like, I'm gonna use the energy cells off it or something like that for the farm, farm. like for the tractors and things. So uh, yeah, but somehow he gets his fucking thing in his truck. Well, he does. He yeah, he disassembles <laughs> it. But um, it's fucking huge. So yeah, now it's then a tough truck, man. It is a tough truck. <laughs> heavy. Absolutely. Oh, and imagine. on a flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that would be insane. He got in with his son. Dodge Dooley, man. Go out and buy one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cummins engine. So we get to space. We're out there with them, and I, again, I can't help but speak about the sets, the design of the spaceships they're on, and like even that like second one by the end, the second lander. That drops off. It's like so blocky and weird. I'm like, I don't know how this would fly. But I, I'm like, why aren't you just taking that down to each planet? But then they kind of explain it through. I, I do think most of this is pretty well thought out. But and he did very heavily focus on like the scientific aspect of it while filming this. I think that's pretty well uh, known. But what did you think about like the whole time slippage scene? Like when they go down to the water world, I was incredibly mad at Brand. Because I'm like, what are you uh, doing? Like the what? one hour versus however yeah, so many years. That was a very interesting idea to explore. When, when they introduce that, like, I feel like it's it's like I, I know this happens, so sure. it's like, but it's immediate. It's immediately like a visceral reaction. Like, oh my god! Like you're you you're losing seven years per in an hour. hour per yeah. hour. Yeah. yeah, like the thought it's of like it, a dog. It, really, the, the thought of it is like absolutely reeling, terrifying. Like like like. like you know, when they say it, and, like, I literally had, like, a, I'm watching it alone, and I had a visceral, like, audible reaction. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, that would be terrible. Could you fucking imagine that? And, again, Matt McConaughey's like, I don't want to go down there. We can go to the next one. There's no, And then they're like, no, you asshole. We know you want to get back to your family. We need to go down and check this out. And he's like, comes up with this whole idea of going around the, the, the like, slip. Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes around, and then they take the lander down, and then it's just this big water world. And Bran's like, I need to get that data. Why? Because that's what they went there for. No, I know, but like at that, so they point, have to they have to make the seven years lost worth something. Which I guess that's end, fair. The but... twenty three years they spent there 
was wild. It was not, not worth, worth it at all. And they lost um, a dude from the Hunger Games. So. Yeah. And, and <laughs> also from uh, Yellow... I think that's the guy from Yellowstone, too. Maybe it's not. Uh, but... And yeah, he sacrifices himself. He's like, Tars go, or yeah, Tars go get her. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's funny to see like Brand have a lot of, make a lot of emotional decisions like through this whole movie. I, by the way, Anne Hathaway, fucking great actor. In Fantastic. This. And the whole cast of this movie is, is fucking phenomenal. Um, but to see like, especially Chris Nolan use her as, you know, uh, Selena Kyle Catwoman in The Dark Knight, like to- two totally different characters. But then to see like, Remember, like, fucking The Princess Diaries, where she's, still, mm-hmm. like, her career started? Like, she's really... She's awesome. She's a very, like, diverse actress, and she's not in a whole bunch. Definitely. Um, But, yeah, so she wants to get the data, and then with Edmund's planet, like, she was, like, like liked him or something. So and, she's like, that's kind of And Cooper's me, yeah. just like, fucking tell him. Tell yeah. him. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like... And, like, clearly, like, she's choosing that planet for an emotional reason, and they that's kind of, like, dissuades them. Well, um, to sway, uh, and I think also Cooper, it's fast. If they go to m- Man's Planet, it's faster, and they waste less ga- waste less energy, right. so he can actually make the return. And he's sending and the they found up. signal, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So which was a lie, which is wild, because Man uh. as well is making like an emo- se- like a very emotional decision. It seems yeah. like NASA did not think about um, the emotional um, torment. Torment, but like the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the emotional like degradation of people. Like, how did you like? Well, did I would have really brought think- a gun. Just yeah. in case, because I mean, they talk about it at the beginning. I forgot about that setup. They send ten years earlier. They sent out ten explorers, 12. twelve explorers through the black hole to this new solar system to to check out planets. And if it was no good, you were just that's it. You were gonna stay there and die. They they the idea was they right. do that you going coming in. Back, yeah. yeah, and then. Man, that little bitch. Apologies. Yeah, I was like, did you just? Hit I that? will never yeah. like Matt Damon ever again. <laughs> he plays the asshole incredibly well in this. Like, he yeah, yeah he does. I forgot he, he was does. man. Like uh, I was saying, but like before we started, like I'm like, I don't know who's coming out of this thing. Like, what actor? <laughs> this yeah. is. That's really good. I'm like, oh, it's Matt Damon. Of course it is. <laughs> and they do hide it very well too. I mean, I was saying this earlier, but like they show his face, but they pull out, so you can't really see who it is. I wonder why he kept that such a, a secret. I mean, it makes sense. I know it's like, Matt Damon. That's no. Why. For, yeah, I guess so. That's that's true. I did read it somewhere online that he was kept like out of most of the like uh, marketing materials too. To, I yeah, guess, I mean, I think it's a big so. spoiler to be like, oh, Matt Damon's, Matt Damon's in, this, in, in, it, in yeah. the movie. Where is yeah. he? See, right. I don't think that's the like. I mean, I think having an actor in a movie isn't necessarily the spoiler to me. It's like what the character is doing. But still, uh, uh, no, I think it is. It's more powerful, and it's cool that you totally forgot that. Again, I remember like the broad strokes of this movie. I remember he got to NASA and went to space. They had the time dilation thing, and then they go to the next planet. But at that point, when they come back up from the fucking time-dilated planet, and, like, the dude's just waiting there, and, like, his PJ's just looking so rough. Rom? Yeah. I didn't think you guys were coming back. He's like, I thought you guys were fucked. And I don't know why. (laughs) I had, like, a vivid memory of him, like, killing himself because he got space madness and was like, I can't do this anymore. But that's not what happens. He gets blown up by... with. By, like, the uh, man's machine, by man's Taurus. Yeah, yeah so, it was like, set up. I think he, like, broke it down so that it wouldn't stop him from, like, I guess, Correct. doing this, right? Yeah. From, from Cause, making cause, the all right. thumbs up scene. Yeah. Right, because I was thinking, I'm like, well, he has the data. That's the the real that's data. That's right, because that's um, when... Ron, and I guess yeah. he wouldn't... If there was some sort of compromise with man that... I forget what his robot's name is. I can't remember either. But yeah. he would not let him do it. For sure. Uh, I guess is really what it is. So he deactivates him. But he, I guess he's there enough to like 
have di- like I, like I'm trying to forget like what he says because he's like oh no I'm fucking them leave them he's there. like he's like he's oh, the his, human he, touch I think he yeah. said his like he's like his power cells are dead but like there's still some data in there he's like I can get the data off him and then he's like okay uh, you know just be careful or something like and I guess he like rigged it to explode like yeah. if someone accesses it yeah so uh, like a fail safe yeah and then yeah. Tars just kind of off. fucking comes wheeling out <laughs> like, it is geez. so funny it's like get the fuck out of here <laughs> another <laughs> thing I wanted to mention was the space travel and the cryo freeze. That would be fucking terrible. You're getting vacuum sealed to just yeah, go in a, bag. In, a, in a wet bag Sous-vide. to just sit there yeah. for a year. Yeah, So and they, they originally, the whole crew goes in for two years. Yeah. And then they come out, which I guess is terrible. No, it's not. It's funny. You don't realize like how many time jumps kind of happen within this. I think it's more apparent, obviously, than like the prestige was, for sure. Um, but yeah, I thought that was incredible. Oh, that's an interesting point. Because they real the, the film is pretty linear, but they are they're jumping they are time, time, but like it does yeah, feel very not, much. It's not disjointed. You don't feel no. it really it's, it's, until Murph is old, right? Older, I feel like ah, oh. yeah, and yeah. The, the videos Casey come Affleck in as, and stuff. Yeah, I did also want to speak about this, like him watching all the videos, like yeah. after those twenty three years. Fucking wild. Like that would be terrifying. Yeah. So, right. what did you think of that? Yeah. Because this is your first time watching it. That's like the emotional. Yeah, the well, one the famous meme. I was like, yeah. uh, because I've there never seen is. the movie, yeah. so I was like, I was like, all right, he's just sitting there, like, you know, all the tears are yeah. coming in, and then I was like, dude, imagine like how much this dude's missed. So I, I feel like out of all the time jumps, that's where it hit the most significant, where like you felt it, because one, they come back from the planet that's like seven years to an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were there for twenty, yeah, twenty-seven, but, uh, twenty-three. But yeah, then to finally hear from his daughter, it's like, all right. And of course, this is a movie you have to like go back and watch it. Like, all right, there's some connection now, like with the bookcase and everything, and the Morse code and blah blah. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely the most uh, significant time jump that you actually felt because you're right, everything else was a little more flawless. Right, because nothing's yeah. really. I mean, you, you see the the Rom Romley is that his? Rom, uh, they call him Rom. R-O-M. Yeah. yeah. You know, he ages, but not significantly. So you're not really seeing the time jump within your the well, main it's cast. Well, I guess like he goes from what? Probably like 30s to 50s is the idea, mm-hmm. right? And Michael Caine lasted a while. He looked <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, I know. He was he old, to, old begin to begin with. He looked old to begin with, and then he made 23 years. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think you're completely right. Like, it's it's that perfect connector that makes it not feel disjointed. Uh, yeah, his son, when he's like going like, I'm just stopping. Sorry, Dad. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, I was like, oh, I gotta fuck. let go. He gave up. Like man. that's so yeah, tough. Yeah, and no, then, he like, did. His he daughter, gave up. The daughter then coming on and being like, "I'm your age. Where the fuck are you?" And then her going through the whole dispel of like, "Did he know that?" That was an interesting reveal of like, she didn't know if he knew like that he was just going away forever. I don't know. What did you guys think about that? Like, did you think like that was bl- like I I don't know. I would think that she would know that he didn't know that, but I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. You're touching on somebody's deathbed. No, it's you true. Know? Yeah. So, um, because they, they, he also brings up the point where it was like, well, if, if he would have told them he wasn't coming back, I think would, he, would I, he have gone? I, I would think he's pretty confident that he's coming back. You know? I, That's I, what I would I think, think he, too. He yeah. believes he is. Like, genuine. I mean, and he does. Like, as, yeah, in that situation, for like, sure. Yeah. And then you find out that, like, yeah, that, that wasn't the case. And, you know, it, it's funny because it's like... you. You know, he says that on his deathbed, so it's like 100% true. Yeah. Like, people usually don't lie, like, when they're dying. He does, yeah, he's like, I, I feel incredibly I'm on my guilty. way out anyway, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, 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 I'm going to spill the deets. And her crying in that message, um, uh, Jessica Chastain, holy shit. Like, she's I, great. 
like that cry was like felt like a really visceral emotional like overwhelming cry like it was it was pretty um like i just i I, like felt that i was like wow damn i'm like this is good good acting um and you know and then she but she's like you know hey dr brand your dad's dead sorry and then like gets mad about it you know it's funny no like like the way she decides to like it's interesting that they let her do that um, or maybe she just decided. Well, I think she's like the head because she's like that new head person because she's been um, working on him with the, know, with the. I guess not like head person, but like she probably very well respected. I think. Yeah, I don't know. She doesn't seem like she's that head of anything. To well, be I mean, honest. she's helping him run all the equations and stuff. Right. Is the idea and things uh, like that. She like, seems like at least his right hand woman, if you will. Sure. Uh, I mean, the way she they, she called, but like calls, you know, clearly after she figures out you know the the messages and stuff, that's when I think her. Uh, claim kind of like comes into the picture but. oh 100 percent with everyone and yeah. <laughs> i don't know if she she doesn't tell everyone that it's bullshit by that time i don't think because she's don't, having the conversation with topher grace in the car <laughs> and he's like you got to tell people it's eddie brock man it's eddie, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> um so yeah that's all going on and then we're back in man's thing that whole scene of him trying to attach the fucking <laughs> The thing to the spaceship, I'm like, I can't remember what happened. Uh, the docking. Yeah. Yeah. Imperfect. What did you guys think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, 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 that was that was one of the first things you said was about the doctor, whole Doctor Man stuff. So yeah, um, I, I mean, I already mentioned he's an asshole, but like, um, <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, like, that would have kind of given you the clips, but you know, the movie can't be over then. You know what I mean? So now I was thinking, like, dude, if they can't get back, like, the whole point of like finding Matt Damon, I was like, oh, there's hope. Maybe there's a connection, dude. None of that. And I'm like thinking, like, while all this is happening, I was like, dude, is he gonna like mess him up? Are they gonna stop him? Are they gonna figure out something? He just, dude, it literally just blows up. And I'm like, Mid-sense. all right, and dude. I, and, I, and, I, and what? And I love like their scene when they first go up into the space and the absolute absence of sound. Yeah. And like you hear like the rustling and like you know they're breathing and they're talking, but it's so clear because there's like there's no other sound. And that happens when the explosion, like we see the explosion from space, and there's and just it sucks. Well, that's nothing. It. you hear like the beginning second, and then all the air just goes out. Pushes out. And, it's yeah. just, and I love how it's in the middle. He's like giving Doctor what it brands like a uh, quote and he's like you'll have to understand this is what we and I just like it's, yeah, and it's like so anticlimactic Compr- but not compromised cutting. emotionally compromised yeah. that's what i was looking for it is crazy how like they yeah like did they not think these people would eventually go nuts and well, like, no, I think do the, anything to 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 save themselves i think the idea was you were accepting the i the Your fact fate, that yeah. you in, were going to die in a perfect world of sure of course but like you can't account for like sure like how else you know, how can you account for that besides just having the person be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm willing yeah. to make that sacrifice. And he even says it. He's like, I thought I could do it. I thought I was able to. Like, And you don't understand what it's like to see a person after this long. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, but you had the, the robot. I know it's not a human, but like, it's it's not like nah, it's, it's the face. Dude. It's not well, like he it's lost uh, what's the his robot. name from. No, I know. But that's because I think he broke it down Damn. to make these calls back. And, he's and like, I assume that was probably pretty early. Yeah, I would guess so. And he said he's like, I went in, I went to sleep, and I didn't, I didn't set a wake time. Like I just was gonna, you know, hope something. Wing would be. it again. I would bring a gun, personally. Do they know. have guns in this world? What if you I prematurely so. though use the gun? 
Well, that's what you don't. Pre- it's like when you like when you're at that point, you're sitting there like, well, no one's gonna come. You know, like when they're fighting, yeah. and, and like I think it, I think it's actually better that they don't have a weapon and they're like kind of beating each other. Oh, off. for sure. And then he decides he's like, I'm just gonna headbutt his mask. And then I and love. He's like, do not fucking do this. Well, he's like, like, I got nothing to lose. And it was funny though at the at the moment. He's like, I'm like, why would he do this? He's gonna break his own helmet too. And Doesn't I matter. appreciate that Matt McConaughey. He's like Cooper says like, there's like a 50 percent chance you break mine. He's like, it's better odds than I've had all the whole time I've been here. <laughs> and then he just keeps. Fucking doing it. I'm like, and it zooms out, and it's, you see them tumbling. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, this is like, I don't know why. I thought that fight scene was a little funny. No, it was. Know? It's just, just like watching people tumbling. It's, it's, you it's know? very physical, and then the gravity, you know, Absolutely. Of, yeah. of the planet. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because they clearly, like, you're not, they're not beating each other up no. by any means. They're just like, because they're still wearing suits. Around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a bit awkward, clearly. Um, I think it was probably by design, but Absolutely. I do, I do understand the, yeah. the sentiment of it being goofy. <laughs> I did think it was an amazing set piece of them trying to reattach as it was spinning too and falling in orbit. Oh, yeah. and he's yeah. like, I, yeah. just, I totally did too. Yeah. It, it had my fucking, I knew they were going to be fine, but even in the moment I was like, what's going to happen? That ain't going to be good. Yeah, you but, think yeah. that's why Michael Caine wanted a real pilot because remember the robots 100%. were like, no, we can't do it. Like TARS or, and uh, I guess like, I don't think that's possible still at yeah. the time there. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, no, we're not doing is that, it. Is that what he says? Is that why the, they needed a human pilot? No, but no, I'm no, saying I, that's my guess. Oh, like, well, and 100%, I think it's... Thank yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. And the, and <laughs> definitely evidence-backed with yeah. that because, like, yeah, I don't think an AI or an inexperienced pilot could have done For sure. what uh, Cooper did. And I think they good, set good it up catch. in this I didn't even think about that. For area. sure. And I think they do set it up in this way of like the robots are advanced in this, but not advanced enough to pilot your ship. Like right. through these types. And I, I do like how he helps with the uh, with the airlock. Like <laughs> it case. is fun. Oh, Again, I like how arms. his blocks like block out of each other. They like roll out and it becomes smaller. Great stuff. Great design on Tars. Uh, it's like the Russian dolls. They just they keep getting smaller. The mm-hmm. arms, the extent. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and like he lifts up Brandon. And he's yeah, fucking yeah, like exactly. So funny. <laughs> yeah, he's holding it, but it's like rolling. We well, let me let me go back to that water planet real quick. That that planet is like wild because it's like it's interesting that like imagine it's an entire planet of like tsunami ankle, waves, ankle deep water. That's just and constant then you, tsunami, yeah. you have these just tsunami waves that not even, like they don't even crash. They just kind of they just they keep lap, going. Move. Yeah, they yeah. just lap around. Yeah, the world. like what a what a wild concept. Like that that's like the planet design. This is cool. I don't think there's like any like huge bodies of water on this planet that are really like like that. No, like, where absolutely it's like not. ankle deep, but like for like you know miles. Yeah, I think. Outer Banks, it gets pretty. You can. It gets pretty. Uh, gets like ankle deep for a long time, but I don't think nearly like. Of course, on that. Right, but still, right, that, right, I, I like, think all the planetary like design of this was cool. Even like Damon's planet, uh, man's planet. When you get there, it's like they're like beneath the crust. Like, yeah, because they're. Going they're on? Like, oh, I the figured that is in the surface. They are on top of like the crust isn't the planet like the they're surface the ice, is like yeah. below it. Interesting, but yeah. again, but I don't think that is clouds. there because by the end yeah. he's like there is no surface. He's like I lied. There's right. no surface. Right. This is all there is. The planet's crust is like uninhabitable. But I guess like the the mantle. Yeah. Coming back to school here, the mantle of the planet is hollow, or like I guess just can't like you know isn't fertile. Obviously, incredibly cool visuals on it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, yes. Yeah, so now we're in space and we're about to enter or slingshot around a black hole. It's funny. I was forgetting how he gets like in the black hole, but then you realize I, that they have to drop I, the weight. And he stays on it for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I forget the fact that they, you know, they th- when they first come out of cryosleep and they, they see the black hole, which is like interesting. It's like they're looking at it, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, it like off the jump, 
they're like, somebody put this here. This is like a man-made... Um, no, I thought that was um, the wormhole. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is a man-made wormhole. But the black hole is different from the yes, wormhole. Yes, yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all right. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, the wormhole. When mm-hmm. they see the wormhole. And they're like, like, there's not a doubt in their minds that like, this isn't like a like a naturally occurring thing. Like somebody put this here. Like I'm like, like they think I'm it's like, like I don't fifth, remember fourth any, dimensional being any yeah. alien, uh, you know, conversation in this movie. But it's very slight and like, you well, know, it's it, slight but also not. Th- I mean, this is what kind of so reminds much. me of like Starfield, like the planets being like you have no idea. But yeah. Continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Ruin it. I, you know, like with like you know, I'm like because like in Starfield, like there's clearly some sort of alien thing going on. I don't know that just yet, but like just from like the trailers and like the artifacts that you're finding, and with this, it's like you know they're finding planets that are just like no life, and if there is any, it's not you know they're not finding humans or alien species. They're just like flora and fauna, and it's not I don't know. They're just like barren wasteland. Well, and that's so they can get like some data through the black hole or the wormhole you find out at the beginning, but they need to send these people to check it out. And I think the idea was like, they're like, well, there must be at least one because in this solar system, because why would they put a a wormhole here for us? Right. Right. These, these fourth, these fourth dimensional, I think they're fifth dimensional. They do say fifth dimensional. But, um, yeah, because they can, time, right? Yeah, yeah so they yeah. can just if they can see so, time and, as, and a, the as fifth, a phys- the fifth dimension. Yeah, the fourth dimension is the manipulation of time. Is the fifth or the yeah the fourth dimension is the manipulation of time. Is the fifth dimension being able to like see time? I think it's being able to see time like as a physical object. Yes, is the right. yeah, she talks about. Gravity, she's like they might right. see right. time as like a valley that they can hop into. Right, and right. There's out one out thing to like manipulate it, and then there's another thing to like. Well, I think it's it was, physical. Yeah. I don't know. I was like Be Googling. With it, I'm like, yeah. what is the fourth? And like, I mean, so four, like, you know, the, you see like a 4D movie. Like, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, four, well, 4D means you're getting splashed with water and it's you're in it. That's that's what you're, you're in. Right, right. <laughs> so but I'm like, fourth I'm like dimension what, is the, what is the actual like scientific definition of like the fourth dimension? It's pretty complex. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, like, I mean, you get to some high. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Some highbrow high. like theory and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, McConaughey drops off and he we get the Tesseract scene where he's like within this physical representation of time and it turns out he was the one who sent himself back and did everything for him. And like, I thought that, how, what did you guys think about that reveal? I, yeah, that I was not expecting that at all. I mean, I, this is my first time watching. So I'm, I'm sure my mind's more that, no, compared sure. to you guys. Yeah. But like, I was like, dude, what? And it was yeah. like the bookshelf within the bookshelf, within the bookshelf. I'm like, dude, dude. What? And he's seeing all these pieces of like, you know, all the callbacks, which I, you know, Definitely way he starts better. Starts making the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts doing the Morse code and the binary, and 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 he's like, the dust comes in. He's like, oh, he goes, uh, what does he say to to Tars? He's like, send me the message, and he's yeah. tapping it mm-hmm. through on the watch and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, that that is crazy, and that's the ultimate connection. Because like at first he just says stay, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking like, dude, it's it's pointless. Like yeah. I just missed the life of my Don't children. Go. Yeah. yeah. So and then. You know, turns out like he's the an- he realizes that like he's the answer like that that could save you know the world yeah, essentially. Right. But I was like, I was fucking mind. And, and I think it becomes clear in that moment that whatever these fifth dimensional beings are, they oh, are well, they're, humans from the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are yeah. not right. aliens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that is wild. Yeah, it's that is deal. always like you know, and it, like again, like just kind of like how Starfield does like. 
that game aesthetically fits with Interstellar. You like, can see all the inspiration they took from Interstellar for sure. Yeah, and that's yeah. in general. And, like, and, and, and the presence of alien species, as you know, like something like Mass Effect or Star Trek, where they're like all over the place and there's tons of different species, really kind of like makes your sci-fi on a different level. But the the absence of aliens really kind of keeps it more grounded, and you know, you're able to kind of I feel like almost do more interesting things because like you don't have just like alien explainers like see i would say it's just more interesting just because you don't get that often like right. most of the i think i i think and it's like oh it's alien and you're like oh okay well there's like you know walking like tentacle things exactly around mm -hmm. and people seem cool with that so it's easily Where, understandable but when there's this not this presence of it yeah it's like whoa like what you could can't it be? detach it's yeah, the yeah, more right, right. it's the more realistic take of what our future is probably going to look like genuinely like i mean shouldn't we could find I aliens whenever we get out of like, fourth dimensional beings absolutely <laughs> but like i mean just the fact that we can't see Football. anything right now anything yeah. from Statue our planet unless they're over. unless we're a unless, you ever hear of the zoo hypothesis like we're just no. a zoo for like uh, that or just oh. we're just being like uh caged in. And, and like looked and just observed and they're just keeping all like the other stuff secret sorry from us. i just i just knocked the mic Definitely that's all right that. that's all right despite but, all this rage i'm just eradicating that's true you know? that is true <laughs> but, <laughs> no I, I think it's it, it really does separate it from things uh, in, yeah. in, in, a, in a way that makes sense and I think it makes even more sense back in like the 20, you know, if, if you're in like 20, by the end, it's like 123 years later, or he's 123 by the end of the, the movie. So I think it's been like geez, think 60 years or 80 years. Right. But, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, so just to explain also, we find out that we talked about how, you know, Kane's character confesses earlier in the movie. He already figured out the, the data he needs. But he, the rest of it's all theoretical, and you'd need to get it from a black hole. So McConaughey's like, all right, I want to save my fucking daughter. I'll go into the black hole. TARS gets the data. They send it through the watch. Bing, bang, boom. And then everyone just believes, uh, what's her name, just figured it out. And she and no one believes that like he was actually her ghost the one or whatever. Doing it. Yeah. And again, I think that is a little weird because by the end, he's like, he came, he's back. He's like, it's... And he loves farming. 120. Yeah, he loves farming. <laughs> he does and, love farming. Uh, they, he set up a whole new world, and I, I totally forgot about that by the end in the way of, like, she's and like, go, go, to, go to Brand. Yeah, he goes back out. You know, that's, like, a classic trope of, like, you know, the, the hero or whatever, like, comes back and then is, like, returned. Job's not over. Right, yeah, job's not over. Or like, this is all I know, so I'm going to go back to it. Like, yeah, something like that. Pretty, you know, stereotypical sort of idea. Absolutely. And the scene with his daughter, like, where he walks in, she's like, no parent should watch her, her their their kid, kid die. die yeah and then she's yeah, like listen the, i got my family yeah he's like all well, these people <laughs> and everyone, yeah. I love how everyone does just kind of ignore him they're like okay yeah, I mean, everyone's I guess they don't there really, like you know i know they would know but i'd be like great grandpa like you know what yeah. yeah. it's funny when it's like oh this is cooper station he's like and named after me and he's like no like, actually and the, and the nurse after like your daughter laughs. Laughs. yeah like yeah. like not just like a no it's named after you like they're not sincere about it at all well because they don't they think he just made it back through some weird thing apparently but they don't realize he fucking is one of the major reasons key, they're yeah. all doing this. Oh yeah, true. Well, they, yeah, because they okay, don't know. Because right. remember, yeah, Murph, yeah. they're like, they she's like, I tried to tell yeah. him, but they don't. They never believed yeah. me. Uh, and then they preserve his. I don't think they preserve his house. They rebuild they re it. I they rebuild it yeah. on, on Cooper Station, which mm -hmm. is like interesting. Like, yeah, they kind of like memorialize uh, Murphy Cooper. Mm -hmm. Murph, Murph, Murph. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I mean, great anything, film. It's an amazing film. I think. And the colony at Edmonds Planet. Was, is happening, yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, Bran makes it, and Cooper then takes one of their star their their spacecrafts to go. Yeah, to but her, Ed which, Edmonds is 
dead. Yeah, so like. I guess at this point they are in the new galaxy. Did they go through the wormhole? Or is he back in, what, in, in, in the Milky Way? In the station? In the station, The station's yeah. outside Mar- or Saturn. Saturn. That's right. Yeah. So it's still... So they haven't gone through the Milky Way yet. No. Okay, or, I'm sorry, through the uh, through the wormhole yet. Amazing film. I, I, I really can't recommend it enough. We've spoiled it to high hell, so I mean, if you've been here... I think, I think, <laughs> it, is, I think it, it is Nolan's best film. Like, I think it's better than Oppenheimer. Um, now that I've seen, I feel like Oppenheimer... I like The Dark Knight too much. See, like, the, I can't... Like, The Dark They're Knight separated is such for, a league of its own, even though it's the same But director, that's again, it's like, but it's, I... It's hard to... Yeah, I know, but I, I'd have to like, put yeah. that on top for me. I, I think besides that... So far, the I, I loved the Prestige. Yeah. I, I that was like why. just surprisingly like a fun movie. It really was. Yeah. It's, it's so good. But uh, all right, gentlemen, want to get some fun facts? Letter rip. All righty. The robot characters Tars and Case were designed to be as scientifically accurate as possible. Tars, with its unique shape, was inspired by an actual NASA design for a space for a space exploration robot. Uh, they were also practical puppets, like I said, in most of the scenes. All right. I thought this one was pretty interesting because we kind of see this now with the... Uh, and I mean, rear projection was always a thing, but with, uh, you know, the volume and everything. But to achieve this, the film's stunning visual... Cin- visuals, I should say. Cinematographer Hoyt Van, Van Hoytema shot many of the scenes using projection screens instead of green screens. This approach allowed the actors to interact with the environment, environment in a more realistic fashion. So, you know, that's kind of what they do with, like, the... Uh, I totally forgot about it already. Volume? The volume and stuff like that. I mean, that re- like I said, rear projection was always a big thing back in the day and stuff like that, so it's not crazy new, but I, I do think you can feel it. Uh, this film... Oh, I'm going to delete this. I like to delete them as I'm going so then I don't do multiple ones. The film contains numerous references to scientific literary works. For example, the names of the main characters, Cooper and Amelia Brand, are nods to two famous aerospace pioneers. Can you guess, Gooch, one of them? You already are reading it. I could see. Well, I, the Amelia is easy. Yeah. Um, wait, one of them's named after Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Yeah. Amelia Earhart and Gary Cooper. Aerospace pioneers, huge. One of the most important. Wait, is Brand's first name Amelia? Uh, that's. Uh, Where's the name? Amelia Brand is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amelia Brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, all right. Got it. So I think this he actually took some inspiration from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. th- like With Tars? For like, sure, yeah. Feels like Hal. So like, to yeah, cr- absolutely. For sure. And especially like once he gets in the test and the like thing, even the, the rotating hole. like space thing. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so there's a lot of 2001 in this. So to create the rotating spacecraft endurance, they built a massive practical set that could rotate 360 degrees to simulate the effect of gravity. I mean, he did this with in- <laughs> Inception too. With that, remember the fucking hallway scene where J G J is in the J who Joseph Gordon Levitt Joe Golo. Don't call him that. All right, well, Joe Golo goes through like a spinning hallway. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he'd a, like that. <laughs> I've talked to him, and I don't know if he likes that. Uh, oh, that was dirty. Like, what, Joe Golo? Why isn't that? That's, yeah. his, that's just his name. That's gross. You got a text from I get him right now, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, oh, sorry, Joe. Um, <laughs> Nolan. Where's he been? This, I think this is pretty well. <laughs> have him on the podcast. Yeah, I'll have him on as a guest. Who I think I, this is pretty dude? well known, but uh, Nolan and his team worked closely with physici- physicist. Physicist. Kip Thorne to ensure the film's scientific accuracy. The depiction, the depiction of black holes, wormholes, and time dilation was obviously based on yeah, real scientific a, another principles. Nolan movie with some like historical, um, you know, scientific. I would say more than uh, yeah, yeah uh, both probably more yeah more scientific than historical, but still like some historical relevancy and like you know like absolutely spinning and, off of like you know 
the NASA stuff, especially in 2014 where NASA was like kind of, or sorry, yeah, 2014. People when, still hadn't seen when a black NASA hole was like, now, really. yeah. You know, remember like, you know, NASA like stopped doing things for a while. Now they're back. For sure. Yeah. They definitely, they, they got their funding cut a lot. And I mean, even still today, they don't have a ton, but right. uh, they did depict their, their depiction of the black hole. And this was, I meant to find this one was like almost exactly correct. Mm. They never, no one had ever seen one close enough to really like depict it. And uh, there's a whole uh, YouTube video on YouTube where Kip Thorne goes through it. It's wild. You should look it up. Because like at first they're like, yeah, this doesn't really look like what we thought. But if you actually turn it on its side and he tur- and it literally looks almost exactly like what they depict in the movie. In the movie. Wow. So it, it's pretty wild. I, I think you can definitely feel that like scientific accuracy in the film. And I, I think it goes a long way for it. Uh, so Christopher Nolan used original clips from the 2012 documentary by Kensburn the Dust Bowl. The documentary inspired some of the early scenes in the movie too. So those film, those those scenes of people talking, those are that's a real documentary oh, film. That's what it's from. Yeah, it's okay. from the Dust Bowl. Oh. So it's, that's how what he used to inspire. Obviously, like kind of what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 I kind of figured. I'm like, oh, he just you know. I kind of thought. Well, there, it's funny. Yeah. I thought the one girl was his daughter, and you just don't know it. That's talking at the beginning. There is, it, it, but it, it's apparently not her. That uh, same the, actor. Christopher Nolan's daughter is in this movie. Is she? There's somebody with their last name Nolan, and it's a girl. Oh, and interesting. And it's a girl on something. Oh, that makes sense. Like a little extra? Yeah. All right. And for the last one, rather than just making stuff up to create scenes depicting the wormhole and the black hole, the VFX team worked with Dr. Kip Thorne to create, it, to create them as accurately as possible. He provided the team with full pages of theoretical equations explaining how these scientific phenomenon operate in real life, and the VFX artists created a new CGI software into which they could feed these equations and depict a realistic wor- as realistic of a wormhole and black hole as possible. Pretty wild. Pretty, Pretty cool dedicated. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that wraps us up for Interstellar, gentlemen. Thank so, you so much. Mid-tier film, low-tier low film, high-tier film. High high film. film. I love it. A film, nonetheless. Easily. Easily. No, at least a film, yeah. yeah. Guys, if you've been not watching live on twitch.tv slash we greatly appreciate it where you can, but you can watch live most podcasts. We don't we don't uh, record these live, but you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are found. Uh, YouTube.com slash Network, as well as uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, you know, those all apps. the good ones, The you know, your favorite podcast service. We're probably on it. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Network. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, at Delco Nerds, including threads as well. You can find all this information at www.delconerdnetwork.com. You can also email us at delconerds at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts, concerns, comments, whatever you want to tell us. Maybe you just want to tell us about your day. That would be weird, but... Well, I mean, that's fine. You can it. also <laughs> tell us how great we are. We'll take yeah. it. Sorry. Just not on MySpace. Yeah. Right? You guys no MySpace. My ah. yeah, no MySpace. Big mistake. It's, t- it's really Tom. tough to get in there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor yeah. Tom. Poor Tom. Anyway, for Trio, for Eris, my name is Gooch. We'll see you next time. Stay nerdy. Follow the boys. Follow the boys. Follow the boys.